Welcome to How to Decorate from Ballard Designs, a podcast all about the trials and triumphs of decorating and redecorating your home. Each week, we'll help you unleash your inner decorator. I'm Caroline, and I'm on the marketing team. And I'm Taryn, and I'm a product designer. And I'm Liz. I head up the Ballard Creative Team. We're We're your host. Join the expert team at Ballard Designs for tips, tricks, and tales from interior designers, stylists, and other talents in the design world. Plus, we'll answer our listener question at the end of each show. So don't forget to send them to podcast at ballarddesigns.net. Yes, we love answering them. Now, on with the show. All right, our guest today is Atlanta-based designer Andy Morse. Andy is the founder and principal of her eponymous firm, Morse Design, and is known for her comfortable and elegant sense of Southern style. Her work in design insight has been featured in Good Housekeeping, The Wall Street Journal, Reader's Digest, Southern Living, and many more. And today we're going to talk about family comfort and accessorizing. I know these are two things that you feel are important to your design ethos. So I thought we could just dig in. And um, But before we do that, maybe tell everybody a little bit about yourself, um, you know, how you got into design and... Um, you know, kind of where you started. All right. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Um, I am a native of Atlanta, um, have three girls I've raised here with my husband, still mar- married my college sweetheart, and still together today, which is a good <laughs> thing after three girls. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I actually fell into design by just happenstance. Um, I had a really good friend who um, needed some help. I've always been the one that is the reader of every single magazine, a fashion design, every single book. I mean, that was my pleasure. Mm -hmm. So I was always been really into it. So I had a friend when my kids were in college that needed some help and just asked me to come over and help. It wasn't about help, you know, being her decorator or anything like that. And then one thing kind of led to the other and she ended up paying me. And it became referral after referral. And it just, I decided at that point, well, why not? You know, the second half, you know? Yeah. I was a, you know, stay at home mom for the first half of my life. And now I'm a working girl the second half of my life. Okay. Yeah. So that's pretty recent Um, because you you were telling us before we started (laughs) recording that your girls are, you know, kind of early in their careers. So they're not too far out of college. Okay. Well, I'm a little older than probably you think, which I will not say my age, but um, we don't get ages on this podcast. I've been doing about, I would say eight years. Okay. Yeah. I've been doing it eight years. Yeah. Yeah. What has been the hardest part of starting your business? You know what? Kind of separating my time from my business time, because first of all, I really love it. And the saying that goes, you know, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life is truly true for me because I feel like I'm just really having fun most mm-hmm. days. So kind of just taking that break because my kids are out of the house, me and my husband. And, you know, a lot of times I'll just go home and keep working. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, come eat dinner with me. Let's you know, <laughs> have a conversation. Yeah. And um, so I think really separating business time and kind of limiting that. So I'm not working all the time mm-hmm. because you could. You know, you can get carried away with anything and keep you can go down rabbit holes with everything and just continue yeah. to work. So sure, that's sure. been the hardest thing for me. I'm a really social person. So networking, making the connections for all the design contacts has been really mm-hmm. fun for me. And mm-hmm. I've loved it. So that hasn't been difficult. I don't find that difficult. Um, it's more just kind of finding my own time. And, you know, you don't have as much time to be with your friends as you used to. So, you know, learning how that I can't be in the know of every single little thing that goes on in their lives. You know, I try my best, but that was a whole new idea for me mm-hmm. because that was so different than when I was raising my kids. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not to say it's a negative because sometimes it's a really positive thing to not be so entrenched in everything. Yeah. Well, so, okay, if you, you know, before you really started um, designing as a business, what were what was it like designing your house when your kids were young? Were you, you know, always tweaking things? Were you kind of a set it and forget it type of girl? Like what, I don't know, how did you go about it? And well, where did you learn? I was constantly, first of all, I didn't do it all at one time mm-hmm. because we didn't have the money. So, you know, I would slowly, you know, I would do one room at a time. Um, what I learned through trial and error is, you know, having really durable fabrics was key for my kids. I had three girls, so there weren't like 
boys and when you think of rough and tumble, but they were still three kids, yeah. you know, coloring with magic markers, you know, yeah. things of that Snacks. sort. Um, yeah. And just like jumping on the furniture, they still loved, you know, to jump on the beds and jump on, you know, the sofas and, mm-hmm. you know, you come home and there were forts everywhere, you know, so it's durability became mm-hmm. what I realized with kids, especially was so important to me. And there's, there were times I remember we did our family room and I remember within a five year period, we had to recover all the furniture because oh, it had gotten so trashed mm-hmm. and it was, it was yeah. so painful. So Expensive it's like, you know, mistake. yeah, you know, it was more making those little mistakes like that. Um, than it was more, me tiring of the style because I really didn't tire of the style. Mm-hmm. You know, I would just keep recovering or redoing exactly as it was, but maybe mm-hmm. just a different tone of the fabric. But I loved my layouts. I loved, um, you know, and I got a lot of it from looking in magazines and seeing how, and looking in books and seeing how, what I was drawn to, mm-hmm. you know, and kind of mimicking that in my own home. Would you say that your style has evolved? I, I would say that your, your portfolio now feels very um, contemporary and like a sleekness to it. Would you say it's always been that way? No, I don't. I think it has definitely evolved. And I think everyone's style evolves because how you look at things in your 20s is not how you look at things in your 40s, you know, and what you're attracted to really changes. But I think I definitely have a more contemporary edge than I had when I was younger in my own home. Mm -hmm. And I think part of it was my, I grew up in a home that was extremely traditional, beautiful, but very traditional. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, as a young person, I was so influenced by that until I got my own confidence, Mm kind of learned what I liked and slowly started incorporating it into my home. Sure. That feels more comfortable. What, you you know, kind of working within what you know. Yeah. And how do you describe your own style? I would say, I like to say it's kind of um, Southern with the California edge. Okay. And I feel it's something about it that is, I feel like I really like light and bright spaces. Mm-hmm. And I really like family centered, family friendly, you know, rooms that have are set up for conversations, room where you want to come and hang out. You don't want to get up and leave. But I also love, um, I love the California style that you mm-hmm. see. And mm-hmm. I feel like I try, I, I try to put it into my design because I love it so much. So in certain spaces, I will have a little bit of it. You know, maybe it's just a, a console that has the, the lines that you wouldn't typically see in an Atlanta or Southern home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, is that like the inside out quality? Is that the color palette? Is it the, the um, you know, furniture shape? Is it all of it? I feel like it's the whole room as a whole. Um, first of all, for most all of my designs, I try to use performance fabrics because I feel like that is what sure. families need in today's world. Whether you have mm-hmm. children, grandchildren, or no children, you know, people drink. You don't want to worry about people coming in and having a drink and spilling it on your, right. you know, your sofa. So that's number one. Number two is. I feel like the lightness too is more California. And I try to put a little bit of an edge in every one of my designs. I hope I accomplish it. <laughs> um, whether it's, you know, a lot of it's just the type of pieces of furniture I select, mm-hmm. you know, simply not real complicated, more simple, not lots of decor on the pieces of furniture, mm-hmm. more um, slim, like, I want, I want to say slim line, but just very quiet elegance, what you're hearing today, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that's how I view it a lot. Let's talk about the, the performance fabrics and like the durability. Um, what are sort of like, I mean, performance fabrics could mean hundreds of things. And I feel like every company has sort of their own definition of what performance right. fabrics. So what does that mean to you? And what are the types of qualities that the fabric needs to have for it to count as performance or be something you'd recommend to one of your clients? I love using Krypton because Krypton is one of the few fabrics that really works with red stains. Oh, okay. So for example, Sunbrella is a great fabric, but one of the positives of Sunbrella, it doesn't fade but doesn't mean that everything you spill on it's gonna come out either. So one of the first questions I ask when I'm meeting with clients is, you know, in terms of entertaining, how do y'all entertain? 
Do you drink red wine? Do you drink white wine? So white wine houses, you're like, I'm not as worried. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, I, I still, but yes, they because serve red wine, right? Yeah. Well, you, uh, you would be surprised at. Some okay. people don't Again, serve red wine. I'm a little older than both of you. So speaking from an <laughs> older perspective, sometimes I have many contemporaries that will not serve red wine in their home because okay. they don't want people spilling and they okay. don't they, they don't have performance fabric, mm. you know? So um, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, That's one way to do it though, Caroline. This is where we're making the mistake. We should just not offer it. <laughs> I mean, but I guess I, I it's think not it's weird not to offer it. Yeah, you no, know, I, if you're at a party, not to have it. I think it's a little strange. Yeah, I do too. I, yeah, I do too. It's sort of like though. Taryn and I were having a conversation weeks ago about <laughs> Cheetos, and I was like, Taryn, oh. why would you buy Cheetos? I would never buy Cheetos. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm okay with my kids eating Cheetos elsewhere, right? But I wouldn't like. She doesn't even have them in her house. I wouldn't so, yeah, bring them in. It's the same. <laughs> I don't care how good they are. I'm not going to have them right. in my house. Right. <laughs> it is the same. Yeah, it's the know, same it's like, kind of concept. You're right. You're right. Right. But, it, so but sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So Krypton. Okay. So, so Krypton is one of the one of the fabrics I love the most because it works on almost everything. You can get almost everything out of a Krypton fabric mm -hmm. with just like a little soap and water. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Like I said, Sunbrellas is a great fabric, but it's not necessarily the best fabric if you... If you have a young family and, you know, kids that are bringing mud in the house that are, you know, constantly s spilling, you know, mm -hmm. things like that, that you can't, you, you're going to be worried about. I believe firmly that a house can be beautiful, but it should be livable mm -hmm. and that you shouldn't have to worry every minute about it getting dirty and messed up, that it should be something easy that can be cleaned up or picked up and you move on. Because you yeah. get caught up in that, it's just too much in life that there is to worry mm -hmm. about than to worry about that. Okay. So um, inside out fabric is another great choice and a great alternative mm -hmm. to Krypton because it is fade resistant and mm -hmm. it is durable in yeah. terms of getting up. But the red wine may come up almost, but not in Krypton, it will come out. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So do you do, you do like, cause I know they're, solution is basically a tiny bit of laundry detergent mi mixed with water. So do you just keep that in like a spray bottle? Like how did, how do you, what's your method? Honestly, I tell people you can literally take some dish soap, mm -hmm. yeah. put it on a sponge or a rag, just make sure the rag or sponge you're using is clean. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cause you don't want that coming off. Right, right, right. Put a little kind of rub it, mm -hmm. go wet it. Yeah with just water and just rub it and it will you don't rub deep though you know you have to yeah. rub light um and i always tell people to pat it kind of like take it and kind of pat it before you even start rubbing on it because yeah. it will you know but one of the things that's great about krypton especially with liquids they don't they tend to bead mm, they yeah. don't soak mm. but if you get that's like a red too. mud it could soak because you may not even realize it's in there till you've sat on it or the foot's dug into it, mm -hmm. you know, that kind mm -hmm. of thing. So literally just like dove dish soap mm -hmm. works yeah. on that kind of stuff. It works on a lot of fabrics. Yeah. You don't, you, you, yes, it's great too. I think Krypton has a solution. You can go on their website and it's like you mix a certain percentage with this and a certain percentage with that, which is great if you think about it, but it does work with just plain old dish soap. That's mm -hmm. great. I like Dawn. I, yes, blue I, dawn. Blue dawn. <laughs> it I works know, for why, oil why stains and clothes. Too, I don't know. It's something about the blue one. I know, can't. Everyone yeah. says it's the blue. You don't get the clear. You no, get the but blue. that's the original formula. Yeah. the blue. And uh, you know, I think sometimes when things get tweaked, they lose yeah. their power. Right. Yeah. I just like spray or squeeze some some dawn into a cup. And I use a toothbrush. I don't think yeah. that that's recommended, but for me, I think it it's well, small. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it matters as long as you don't like dig into anything too deep that's because then yeah, you end anything. up you yeah. end up rubbing more into the fabric sure. than you yeah. do getting out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's that is like your soft goods, your mm -hmm. sofa, your chairs. Right. What about rugs? And well, okay, what about rugs? Let's okay, so it. rugs, you know, they make performance rugs, which is really nice. Mm -hmm. Um they, I'm, I like personally, just my taste tends to be more flatter rugs. I'm not a real plushy rug person. Mm -hmm. um, 
I've never been, but also sometimes on the plush rugs, things get in there, you can't get them out. Um, <laughs> um, in fact, I installed for a client, we put this beautiful plush runner. Okay, it was supposedly, it wasn't performance, but it was polyester. So I felt like things would come out. Yeah. Well, what's happened is every footprint you see, you see every footprint. No. And the stains. Oh, because of the plushness. Yes, mm -hmm. and so it's almost like a silky kind of thing. So every time you walk, no. you see, no. yeah. So you kind of see a path. No. Which huh. I don't like. Yeah, that's You know, that's not, not like the best. Um, it's like when you sit on a microfiber, Yes. You know how everybody used to have microfiber and you would like sit on the microfiber and it would leave like a little butt mark. Oh, I'm yeah. Where the, yes. You know? Oh, yes, right. yes. I'm thinking about the stairs growing up were definitely just carpet, like a plushy carpet. And I remember before guests would come on and be like, do the stairs. So no one says, yes, yes. Like, yes. Are you kidding me? We're literally doing it yes. just so that there's just no like footprints. Just like the, yeah, right. Or just footprints, like as if right. nobody walked right. just like combing it or like yes. cutting it I, out. I, yeah, pushing the <laughs> stairs. Yeah. Yeah, so I do. Bless our memories uh, yeah <laughs> well we're um, learning too yeah for you yeah, yeah. Mean, well you know what i'm always learning i can't say i am i mean i i don't feel like i make a lot of mistake mistakes but every once in a while a designer sure. will make a mistake and i feel like you know i'll admit to it and i'll do my best to make it right yeah. you know well, and the material felt like that should I would, be, you know, I would have made the same mistake. I'm like, oh, it's, it should stand, but I wouldn't have thought about it. Yeah, well, I think like pre-performance fabrics, I mean, that's really kind of something in the last, I would say five to seven years yes. that has really exploded. Yeah. But before that, you would have said a polyester, right. an acrylic thread within right. your, right. you know, blend will make it more durable. Right. So it's not, right. you know. Mm -hmm. No, you're right. And it that's really kind of when I got in the business. Mm-hmm. So the performance has been a big part of my career in terms of being able to use it. Yeah. yeah. But um, I for carpets, they have performance fabrics now where there's one I use a lot that's made out of water bottles. And you oh, literally cool. can take Clorox and put it on the rug yeah. and it comes out. And it's and it's colors, you know. It could be a blue yeah. rug, but it's, and, you yeah. know. But they're flatter weaves. So mm -hmm. if you end up wanting a plusher rug, I always tell people to get a rug that's not a hundred percent anything, not a hundred percent polyester, not a hundred percent wool. Sometimes when they mix, and they're not a hundred percent, their performance is better. I, mm -hmm. You know, I can't tell you a hundred percent why, but they are. Yeah. And wool is always a great option wool that can be extremely expensive mm -hmm. yeah you know yes, and yes. so if you don't want to spend that you need to figure out another option yeah 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 okay i've had good experience with wool but you're right it is it's your most it's the most expensive it is um and some it's funny you know yeah. some people want to spend money on certain things but not on others mm -hmm. sure and so rugs sometimes because we're always walking on them they take a beating mm -hmm. dogs right yeah. you know so you can see them yeah um, they rather spend less and replace it versus spending more and maybe have it longer. Right. What about um, natural fiber? Because I feel like that's always been kind of a, a go-to for durability. I love natural fiber. Love it, love it. I use it all the time in a lot of my projects. Mm -hmm. The only thing about natural fiber, for some people, it doesn't feel soft enough on their feet. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. um, they, you know, even a jute, which I love, you know, some people just want to be able to walk barefoot and not not feel anything yeah. like just and so those are the cases where the natural fibers just don't work yeah, yeah. you know well and i you know it seems like in within natural fiber you have to pay attention to the weave yes because you know kind of that like old school sisal weave or yes. just sort of like the ridges yes yeah. that's not super comfortable but no. now i think sometimes they're kind of a little bit more like ladder or mm -hmm. I don't know. No, there's one it, I use a lot that I feel like in barefoot, it doesn't even bother me. Mm -hmm. But for some of my clients, it does. Yeah. But I use it. If you go on my website, you mm -hmm. see on a lot of my projects, this particular rug. Yeah. Just because, yeah. I love so it. And it's also really reasonable. Mm -hmm. It's like a lot of bang for the buck and it looks great. It has a great design aesthetic mm -hmm. to it. Yeah. So I like our, we have one called the Columbia Sisal rug. And I like that one. It has sort of a, a more flat mm -hmm. feel to it. Cause mm -hmm. I've never been a big Sisal fan, but the weave of this one nice. is comfortable. Yeah. And it looks good with everything. Yeah. 
I mean, this is it like looks good right with our front door. Yeah, it's very nice. It's plain, but it gets a lot of yeah. use. It gets a lot of beating. Yes, yes, it's right the door. yes. But yeah, it's like you have to go touch it, feel it, order a sample. Mm-hmm. You yes. know, put it on the ground, then your bare feet step on it, and and I sure tell I would tell people to do that with everything. Mm-hmm. You know, samples of fab for your sofas, everything. Like touch it, feel it. You know. Uh, I many a time will give people samples of the fabrics and tell them, put red wine on it, put your ketchup on it, see if it comes out, mm-hmm. you know, do it before you buy the whole sofa. And then you don't have any regretful purchases because right. you know what you're yeah. getting. Right. And even just the color, you know, yes. you know, colors oh, are, yes, for sure. Yeah. Yes. And where you can going, I think to your point, seeing it, if you can't get a sample, but like being able right. to see it is so right. important. So. It can be for sure. A lot of the business I do, though, people don't see it in person. Well, they trust you. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Well, which is do. great. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Which is great because you know, look, I go to High Point every year. I go to the July markets. I mm-hmm. sit. I, you know, I see things so I can attest that yeah, this is great. Or no, I would not get this. Mm-hmm. It's great though. Yeah. yeah. No, I love all the markets. It's so fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. a really fun experience. Very. Um, overwhelming visuals mm-hmm. a lot of visual stimulation yeah it yeah. is but you you just get so much great information and you mm-hmm. see everything that becomes new like all yeah, the new like, styles and everything yes. so you can kind of start incorporating them quickly well mm-hmm. that's perfect i want a quick tangent then did you go to the july market here now yes all right so what did you see that you were super excited about Okay, let's let's Can okay. You got anything well, to mind? One I I am really into everything and anything that has texture wicker. I love it. I okay. love ev- I just I love wicker. I love it. Uh-huh. So, you know, that's kind of been a trend that you've been seeing for the last couple of years and it's still continuing. Mm-hmm. Um there's lots of things with curves. I love the scalp. They had this um it was Bungalow 5 had the greatest looking um, nightstand that had all these little scallops, but mm. it had drawers. Mm-hmm. So it had function. Oh. I, and it had yeah. wicker incorporate. It had like all the things I love in this one little piece. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my God, can I please use this in a project? I will take two of these. Yes. 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 Yeah. Um, that was really what That's I noticed the mm-hmm. most of. Um, and also, um, I went into a new show around this time called bliss and they had beautiful pieces that were more kind of not what you would see in the South, but I would say a little more California, um, just where cabinets and stuff had more, um, not texture, but form in on the doors. They weren't just like a plain door. Mm-hmm. They may have had like mm-hmm. triangles and, you know, kind of like almost becomes like an artistic piece a little mm-hmm. bit um, and really pretty woods. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. No, it's fun. You. I felt like wood was gone for so long and now it's, it's bad. You know, it's everywhere and and in lots of lots of finishes. Yes. Um, you know, there's lots of sort of like deeper ones and then there's of course like the oak and yeah. Well, um, I do think what's happened too is because of COVID, the pandemic and because of um just sustainability, people are really going vintage a lot. Mm-hmm. And finding, you know, old pieces and restoring them versus mm-hmm. buying something brand new. And, you know, a lot of the older pieces were beautiful woods. Mm-hmm. So it is beautiful to incorporate those into a home. Sure. Yeah. It really is. So, okay. What, you know, we talked about the fabrics and durability of the fabrics. What about um, finishes for, you know, your side table? Like, do you like wood? Do you like metal? Is there mm-hmm. some other sort of finish that is a good option if you... Do you have a family and you right. know what? Um, first of all, I love putting a little bit of everything in a room. Like I really don't love having a room and everything be upholstery and wood or mixing the wood tones. Mm-hmm. So not necessarily mixing, like having everything be, you know, black color wood or brown. So, um, and I think wood and metal look awesome together. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's a great combo. And I've even used pieces where the bases are metal, the tops are wood. It's a really nice mix. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think, you know, with, you know, for instance, I just told you I love wicker. That may not be the most family friendly in terms of it may not be flat enough if it's on the top of the table. It may not be, um, 
you know, you can poke holes in it sometimes depending on the wicker. So, mm -hmm. you know, you can still do it. Just maybe put a glass top on the table. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Or have a piece of plastic cut for the top. Mm -hmm. So it be, it's still can work. Mm -hmm. right. um, I love using even ottomans for coffee tables, okay? And then using wood as, you know, end tables or one wood and one iron. I love the mix. I mm -hmm. think the bigger the mix, the better. You know, I try to keep, when I'm mixing like that, I try to keep, it's hard to explain it, but so it doesn't look like a mishmash. Mm -hmm. The tones, like I try to keep mm -hmm. the upholstery tones the similar. So, mm -hmm. you know, and I'll try to put <sighs> accessories and pieces on those wood pieces or, you know, the hard pieces that are more in the same tone. So it kind okay. of blends like you're not going to, it doesn't look like a mishmash. Right. That's the worst is to have a mix up and it looks like a mishmash. Right. <laughs> I like your idea about doing um, one piece that has metal and wood because it seemed like that that's a good sort of um, template for the rest of your room. Like, okay, I know I've got my oak and my brass together mm -hmm. here on this table. Now I can use the brass again as a side table yes. or the oak again as a side table and the brass as a light fixture. It just sort of gives you like a roadmap, I guess. Yes. And and that one thing ties it all together in the same way like a fabric might right. tie together yeah, the orange from over here and the yeah right. exactly it's your it's your anchor right kind of yeah no i agree i agree it makes it easier especially to if someone's trying to do it themselves at home right okay so what about layouts what um what are some go-to layouts you know when you're trying to focus on comfort and livability sectionals are great um, you know, families love sectionals. I love them. You know, they're comfortable. Yeah. You don't have to worry. Mm -hmm. um, you can kind of do a setup of a sectional without using a sectional and doing like two sofas that, you know, are kind of uh, perpendicular to each other mm -hmm. with a table in the middle. I love that setup and a couple of chairs. Um, I feel like the best setups for comfort and family are when doesn't matter how big the room is, you form a kind of what I call a square or a circle. Mm -hmm. So, and it's a little tight. It's not taking up the entire room mm -hmm. just because that makes you feel like you're cozy and you're coming into a space, no matter how big the room, that circle or circumference can expand, mm -hmm. but keeping that a little tight. And then if you have extra room, you know, a couple of chairs on the outside is nice for, you know, if someone wants to kind of be on their own. Um, but I love the idea of conversation and being able to sit and really talk because I think it's hard for families in today's world. Everyone's got their phone, yeah. you know? So if you have a place where you can say, okay, let's put our phones down. Let's all come together. Let's all sit and hang. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just watching TV, it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. You know, I think that a mistake I often see, like with my friends, is their, their setup is too spread out. Mm -hmm. You know, like the coffee table is like, 20, you know, 30 inches from the sofa and it's, yeah, it just, you feel you like you're yelling, so you know, yeah, and I yeah. They don't know what to do a lot of time with the layout. Right. Like they have this big space and you're like, well, I guess we just take Spread it out. And, yeah. Versus. Right. And it's almost like if they take everything they have and just kind of bring it in, it works better. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. And it, it feels it feels bigger for the seating area to be smaller. Yes, 100%. It's so odd. 100%. And another thing I'm really, really into, um, and I think part of it is just from having my own family, but, you know, because of the phones, it's really important to me for families to have dinners together. And I have had situations where they say, well, you know, we don't need a dinner table. We're just good. And I'm like, you know what? You really, you know, we're going to just eat at the island. Mm -hmm. And um, I feel like... If, it, you really lose something when you're sitting at an island versus sitting at a table. There's something that happens. And so I really encourage families, no matter what, mm -hmm. even if it can't be in, even if they have to make their formal dining room, their casual space to have a dining room table and chairs. I yeah. feel like it's really important for family dynamics. What, Taryn, okay, 
we talked before we started, Taryn just built a new house. Mm -hmm. You have a big old island, but you also have a little breakfast room. I did. And, and you're working on your dining room. So what? I have three, like at a diagonal. They're all their own separate yeah, rooms. Yeah, right, right. So, right. But. Uh, what do you use the most? And we, I should say, and we have a, ta a just teak oh, like an outside right. too. So. We have found, we've only been there about a year, but like winter we've sat at the breakfast table for dinner. Mm -hmm. Just um, some nights that are crazy to your point, like with kids. Right. Some nights it is at the bar right. and the kids are sitting on the stools and I'm standing, which right. you know does right. happen. But right. most of the time we do aim for a table. And this summer we are out out That's back a, outside, right. just enjoying on these beautiful summer nights in the, you know, the sun's right. not on this area. So it's very lovely in the evening and we've been out there, but I, I agree. We sit and mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be every night, but something about you knowing it's there. It's even as simple as that, that is very reassuring and um, comforting for mm -hmm. family. I think there's a linger longer yes. sense. Yes. Like we'll start a conversation and even if the, because young kids will skedaddle off right. and play with right. toys or whatever. You know, my husband and I, we've sat long. Right. Where if I'm, again, at the Kitchen Island, it is true. It's usually like a rapid right. feeling. Right, yeah, mm -hmm. right. I've never thought about it, but yeah, you're right. We do sit longer. It's almost like people should make their whatever their casual daily or whatever dining space they have. Like, make that a really fun, you know, happy whatever that means to you mm -hmm. space in your house so that you want to eat there yes yeah. um and just too it's a lot of it's just habit like you know like just starting when your kids are young doing it you know mm -hmm. and um i think it's so key with the phone issues in today's world because mm -hmm. i think i i'm i am so guilty i'll be on my phone and sometimes i don't even realize what time it is and you know my kids are out of the house so i don't have to cook a meal for anyone but me and my husband <laughs> it's a lot easier to whip up a meal for two than it is yeah. for and you just get kind of caught up with yeah. your own stuff whether it's work whether it's your phone whether it's a tv show yeah you know everyone's got something right yeah no, and i agree that is a long time but I know even with children's toys that come in like the quick meals. Like yes, yes. Chick-fil-A is my example. But yeah. The other week we got a kid's meal and it came with like the table conversation cards oh, for cute. the family. Oh, that's, that's and cute. That's yeah. so cute. And again, they're, they're, silly, they're definitely made for that, you know. Right. Where like, well, if you could have any toy, what would it be? Or like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And right. like questions like that that are like you know, that the whole family gets to answer. Yeah. And that's so, fun. Speaking of like, that's a I think idea. other people yeah. are onto this whole, like, so yes. even, even a fast food chain is like right. sit down and like eat together, which yeah. Yeah. is an interesting. Yeah. That is a really <laughs> cute idea. I kind of want to like, just order some, some, that sounds like a fun thing to just have as your, bias yeah. Too. Yeah. They make them so you can like have a conversation. Very yeah. cute. So. Love that. Very, very cute. Yeah, there's there's got to be like an adult like an adult dinner party set too. Right? Oh, I'm sure there I is. I bet you yeah. could Google it and find something. Yeah, yeah, that would yeah. be, be a great yeah. dinner party. Yes. yes, like put one in everybody's yeah. place, Ooh, like yeah. under their yeah. their dinner plate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very cute. <laughs> I love it. And then just <laughs> spring it on people yeah. midway. You can't. Well, if you have it early, then you're going to be thinking about it. You That's can't, like, true. You got to spring it. Yeah. I like this. Very cute. We should. Oh, no, we should invent these. Or and then, yeah. We got to Google first. Yeah. Else Maybe not. Maybe you got a new business <laughs> blooming yeah. right here. <laughs> but yes, I do think the dining table, I agree with you on that. And I think it is important. Um, so I appreciate that comment. Yeah. Now on the dining table part, what kind of surface do you like to do for dining tables? I tend to love wood yeah. just because you can, you know, wet them a little, wipe them, and they clean up well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's always going to be things such as, you know, I call it patina, you know, that happens. It happens with stone and it happens with wood. And I like to use that term because I think, you know, your table is imperfect. It'll, it'll only be perfect the day it arrives and it's okay. Mm -hmm. um, you know, unless it's a formal dining room table and then you're going to take extra care and you're not going to be eating every meal, but any yeah. table you're eating every meal at, I feel like, you know what? It's patina. It looks beautiful. There are memories, you know, and it happens with stone too. Mm -hmm. Not a huge fan of stone um, dining tables just because I feel like that's the kitchen and I want this to be different than the kitchen. Mm -hmm. So I tend to really do wood. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. I always think like my, um, 
my in-laws have this have this beautiful you know that classic sort of um pedestal antique table with like the three-footed pedestal mm -hmm. you know what i'm talking about mm -hmm. and the um sort of rounded corners and my husband's little brother as an yeah. adult um wrote a birthday card at the table but he just like had a ballpoint pen and he was writing it on the wood and you can still read the oh birthday card because <laughs> it imprinted on because there. it imprinted on the, on the oh wood table and so anyone who sits there is always like happy birthday aunt susan or whatever <laughs> oh my god his parents but, must have, yeah i mean you know yeah. it's patina it's, it's yeah. still there yeah yeah that's a good right. but yeah. um no, that one's hard because I yeah. got a. Yeah, I would be a little upset about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to happen to yeah. me because I have a black lacquer dining table, which is like taking all the chances. Like, mm -hmm. right? I'm like, that shine. You, gonna, you are going to be ruined. Yeah. And so I know it's going to happen. And maybe that's why I continuously, we have multiple tables. So I can be like, children, don't even yeah. look at that one. Yeah. I do. I'm like, pass by that. Don't right. look at it. Right. But, it, I mean, it's tricky because it is wipeable, though. Like, I yeah. think that lacquer service is very wipeable, but it's like the ding. Well, I'm the, also realistic, maybe from being in this job. Like, it's still wood under that finish. Yeah. It right. is still, you are gonna, if you put pressure, it is going to sink in. And so I'm being realistic, but I also want to be smart. Like, right. right. Like, I don't right. want to be like, let's just eat here tonight, kids. I'm definitely less like that. Right. But I have the pads and the, like, tablecloths. Right. So, like, at least, like, if I was like, let's do it, I could be like, all right, but first I got to put on the layers. Yes, yes, yes. But, it's yes. but that's the way to do yeah. it. Is yeah. to have the layers, and then you don't worry as much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, it is more of, like, I'm assuming a formal area. My, yes, this was so, a very much. It's not like, your everyday. Yes, yes. If, it was, if that had been my only space, I would not have done it. Because right. I would have known I will be so uptight about right. this that no one will enjoy themselves and right. it goes back to your comfort thing mm -hmm. like i want everyone to feel comfortable right. and even guests i don't want them to be like ah, i can't eat on this surface so i was like all right i gotta make this so we're all you know yeah. it's funny you said that because i um i have a family member who has a gorgeous home gorgeous home but you walk in the door and you're so worried that no, everything you do yeah. is going to upset the apple, you know, from, <laughs> yeah. in terms of, oh, you know, gosh, that it yeah. makes you like, okay, you know, you become very stiff as mm -hmm. a guest yeah, because you, uh, you can't relax. Right. So, yeah. No, I definitely, I think that's like the last thing I want. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, right. I want people to see the beautiful table, but like, I definitely don't want anything. Oh, right. 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 Yeah. 100%. Right. I mean, I know that, we're in the business of selling furniture, but I always just think like, okay, if I buy, if I were gonna buy a dining room table, I would probably buy something antique or vintage just for the sole purpose is that- Someone's it's always Kind of, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, okay, You're it's not, already yes. imperfect. Right. So- Right. No, you know, it's like when you get a new car and you're like terrified that it's gonna scratch, sure. but then after it gets a couple yeah. scratches, you're just like, okay. You well, let it go. You know, yeah. what's- like it's never going to be perfect forever and that's that's the, what worries me about the dining table at first because it's, a, it's, it's those same. first couple that are so heartbreaking yeah. and then after a while it's kind of like okay well and i you know i do think too you can carry it over to everything that your interior design is almost the most perfect imperfect place because it looks so perfect the day it arrives but over time it does get you know something might get messed up it gets a little worn whatever but it's still perfect for your family is just not as perfect as it was the day it got there. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, we when we had Ashley Whitaker on the show, she specifically said, and I think about this all the time, she's like, I consider, I don't think I've done my job well if I were to come back to your house and there's not like a, you know, rubbed out spot on the arm of the sofa or the, you know, rug doesn't have like, you know, of some, kind of some kind of wear on it. Like it needs to be worn in because that means that you're using it and that you're loving it. And it, right. I've made it so comfortable that you can't help but use the space. Yeah. I mean, I want that. like a red wine yes. stain, but yeah. you know, you want your fabrics to like kind of yeah. get that. And they soften over time and the yeah. whole sofa cushion softens over time. I mean, that's the whole point of having comfort. Yeah. Yeah. You know, to use it and wear it and get it worn in. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're all that way with yeah. certain clothing, right? Yes. Yeah, you always have your go-tos, yeah. right? Like your, your favorite, favorite jeans. jeans. Yes. yes. Your favorite, your favorite jeans, jeans. Right. not new. Yeah. They're always something you're like, 
I've worn these in. They're yeah, right. And your shoes. Really right. I know what shoes go with it. Yeah. And you can have 20 black tops, but you still wear the same too. Yeah. yeah. You know, over yeah. and over. Yeah, so, it's you know? your favorites. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, I agree. And I think your yeah. home does definitely reflect like that. But yeah. yeah. To your point, though, it is very much, you. I feel comfortable, again, when the host also feels comfortable. Yes. We've talked about that a lot. Where, like, yes. if you can tell that they're protecting of their stuff, you also yes. become this, like, not even yourself in their space. So I 100% um, agree with you. Yeah. And you know, that's of- part of my job is to make... The host comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's the way Absolutely. I want it. Because then her guest will be right. His or her guest, right? Be. Yeah, that's great. I would say that most of the, you know, wear and tear and damage to my house has never occurred during a party. It's occurred on like a random Tuesday or yeah. what? You know what I mean? Like it's right. not a party that's right things so. right. Right. It's a good reminder. Yeah. But it's just, it's, <laughs> it's a hard, it's a two year old who's disappeared into another room. Right. But then my point is, it's like you worry about the party, but it's probably yeah. not the party that it you should isn't. be worried about. No, it's the 100%. every other no, day. And you know, I always tell my clients this too, is that when you're doing a space of any kind, do it the way you live 80% of the time, because for the 20% of the time, you can make anything work. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times people that like about a guest room, well, how often do you really have guests? You know, maybe, you know, when you have the guests, they take one of the kids' rooms if you really need that space for something. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. I think it's the same with furniture. You know, think about how you live 80% of the time and make decisions based on that, yeah. not the 20% of the parties you have, because... Let's face it. I mean, honestly, like how many parties do people have a year? You know, where they, it's 20% typically. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great rule. I love that. Well, no, yeah. it's it's smart to remember too, because we have a, we've sort of in the same way where we have a guest room, but we need a place for the toys just situationally. Right. And we put the toys in there because they're young kids. Won't right. Be forever. Right. But right. Like, and so to your point, 80% of the time they are in there destroying right. it. It's just the 20% of guests come that I'm like, Hiding things away. Right. And or I use it as clean up time too. I've done that yeah. too. I'm like, yeah. well, this toy's now gone because the guests are coming. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Which is actually great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a win-win for yeah. everyone. Yeah. But, um, it's, it is one of those spaces I look forward to like kind of finally making a guest room. But to your point, it was like, I need this. This is the way we live 80 right. like most of the time. So it's definitely a great space right. for that. Mm-hmm. Convertible. Yes. Yes. That. Yes. <laughs> 100%. Well, do you want to talk small accessories? I mean, I don't, I think we need to get my, I mean, we've talked a lot. We've covered a lot of ground. No, you've given so many tips. Good, 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 good. Just time-wise, I I think we need to do our decorating dilemma. We have a question from Elizabeth. She has a question about some, some window treatment. So I'm going to read it aloud. We've got some pictures. Of course, everyone knows you can go find the pictures in our show notes. Um, Okay, so here it goes. She says, hi, ladies. Thank you for your podcast. It's been so informative. I have a design dilemma to submit. My house was built in the 50s and has these unusual 72 by 24 inch windows. We have gutted the whole house and are in the process of wrapping up the final bits of remodeling, but I'm lost as to how to address these windows. Two inch blinds seem to be very, seem to be the best option, but I live in a large city and the house is very bright at night. Ideally, I would love some sort of blackout option, but I'm just lost as to what would look best. I'm open to rearranging furniture too. And I'm still hunting for the right headboard, bedding, etc. If you have any suggestions for the rest of the room, I'd love to hear them. Okay, y'all all have know exactly what window she's talking about. It's those ones that are like a third they're very wide but skinny and they're yeah yeah, it's like the top third of the room but the bottom third is wall so two thirds it's always right yeah yeah two thirds is wall one third it's just the windows up high um and they're not it doesn't look like they're centered on the walls so that's also Mm -hmm. like a it's an angle picture just into the corner of the room but it is definitely it looks like a pickle of a situation What do you suggest? So absolutely no to the blinds. No, 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 no. hundred <laughs> percent. And what I would do is, um, honestly, I would paint the walls a whiter cream, a nice color, get linen Roman shades that are either, they start at the top 
of this like near you know top of the at wall the where it meets mm -hmm. the ceiling and comes all the way down to the bottom of the window mm -hmm. so it'll give the room height it doesn't look like the ceiling is super high in here either mm -hmm. we'll give it height um it'll be a nice fabric you can black out mm -hmm. and then i would i would almost do it as if those window treatments are down all the time and center the bed on the wall and the windows will disappear because you're doing okay. it the same i would mm -hmm. match I, I may have missed, not even said this, but you want to match the fabric of the windows to the walls. So it's almost looks exactly the same. Mm -hmm. So okay. don't draw yeah. attention to it. We want to try to make it go away. That is the best way to make it go away. Even mm -hmm. if you just do Roman sh shades inset within In the, the window, it's just kind of, they'll, they'll just disappear. The walls. Yeah. Even if you paint the walls a color, I would almost say pick out the fabric first for the Roman shades. Mm -hmm. then go find the color for the walls mm -hmm. yeah. and center the bed on the wall. Okay. Even if it's like, you know, only a quarter of the way in un under the window, it won't matter. So, okay. so for your first choice is to go all the way to this crown. Yes. And cover that sort of one foot, 18 yeah. inch space between the top of the window and right. the crown molding. And then it'll just, it'll look like the window goes all the way up basically. Right. And outside mount. Yes. Second choice would be to mount it, do an inside mount just the way. Yeah. And I'm not even sure with the way the wind is built. It's hard to tell in the picture. Mm -hmm. They may not even be able to do an inside mount. Mm -hmm. It would just, you know, depend. Right. But um, it it may be a little more expensive to do it this way, but it would be worth the money. And I would say do that even if you can't do anything else. Do that and then wait and do the rest later. Mm -hmm. I feel like it will make that big of a difference in the room. Okay. That's great. That's great advice. Because, yeah, any kind of curtain is going to look weird because yes. the window's only at the top of the wall. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to do a long curtain. So yeah, it's like, if your if your window doesn't come down at least like two thirds or at least half, well, the it other, just looks odd. Right. The other thing you could do, but it would be very expensive is you could literally curtain all the walls in the room. Oh yeah. You know, mm -hmm. you've seen that done before and just, you know, but it would make the room feel to me very claustrophobic because you're going to want it blackout. And if it's not blackout, you're going to see the shape of the window through okay. the drape. So that's why to me, the Roman shades work beautifully. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Plus, like you said, that's, that's a very pricey. Yes. It's, to do yes. Drapes are expensive. Well, it's, you're fabricating the whole room. Right. So, right. Yeah. That's right. 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 And you know, she right. does want these windows for the light, I imagine. The light. I mean, I think yeah. honestly, the room could be gorgeous doing what I've suggested. I mean, I love the idea of where you mm -hmm. use just the fabric for windows and the walls all are the same. I think it's just beautiful. Mm -hmm. Well, and then you really can go anywhere with right. the style. Like she really can. She can 100%. start anywhere. She can start with a rug. You can start yes. with bedding. You can truly pick what you love because you've made these walls all one solid. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I definitely. 100%. What, you know, she asked about, she says she wants a headboard. What are, what is your That's recommendation? Good. Do you? Um, personally, what I would do is get a headboard that would be lower than the window. Okay. Mm -hmm. And um, I have been, I mean, this is a really fun idea and I've been seeing a lot of it lately is they're making these really fun scalloped headboards now. Mm -hmm. And it would be really fun to do that just against the squareness of the window to do something that had a little more curve. Mm -hmm. um, the other way to go is to make almost mimic the window and make it very rectangular, but just to do it lower, I would definitely try to do one lower than the window because yeah. when, if she, pulls up the Roman shades for, you know, to get, mm -hmm. what will end up happening is if it's higher, the the oddity of the shape of the rim will come out more because the headboard will cover just a small portion of the window when it's centered. Right. So it'll look more intentional to make it the headboard lower mm -hmm. than the window. Yeah. If it's possible, I, you know, it's hard to tell, but I think she would, I mean, they, you can get headboards now very low. And even a full bed, she could do a full bed instead of a headboard. Yeah. Yes, I I love a full bed just because I've talked about this before. I I think bed skirts are annoying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For like, I mean, they look beautiful, but they are annoying to deal with. Yes. yes. Like they never stay put. <laughs> 
they're all like one side is always lower mm-hmm. and then the other side it's just mm-hmm. they get wrinkly I, it just drives me nuts i recently did one because right. in blair's room because i d- didn't have a choice but i don't know they're, I, I, no, I agree with you. I think beds. I think beds are too a, a newer look. I like like you're starting to see more of that look as mm-hmm. opposed to the bed skirts like yeah. you used to see all the time. You don't mm-hmm. see it as frequently, right? I yeah. just needed the storage, so that's why I did that. No, I was going to say that, but yeah. sometimes you need that under bed storage, yes. so people you need that bed skirt. Yeah, no, so I agree. That was yeah, but <laughs> anyway. Well, Elizabeth, thank you for listening. Yes. And for um, sending in your, your question. Send us yeah. some after photos. Mm-hmm. If you, once you put your blinds in, or your, I'm sorry, your shade yeah, in. Yeah, no blinds. No blinds. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, if you need a bedding or a yeah. rug and you want help picking with it, we can do that. Yes. We do love decorating, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We can go to phase two and help you with that. I, I feel like a really bold fabric on a headboard in there would be really fun because there's just not much going on. Yes. But you could a hundred percent do that. Yeah. hundred percent. But still keeping it low and I would still yeah. keep it low just because I think it'll it distract from that window. Yeah. Like anything you bring too close to that window is gonna make that window just that's what you're gonna see. Yeah. No, when the great. shades are down, it won't be a problem. It's just when, you know, yeah. you lift the shades. But you could yeah. be half the yeah. shade. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. No, I yeah. think it's good advice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Andy, can you tell everyone where they can find you and follow you and see your work? Yes. Um, you can find me on Google at andymorsedesign.com. And my um, handle at Instagram is Morse Design. I'm on Instagram, Facebook. I have a Pinterest page. So please go follow. M-O-R-S-E. Yeah. Yes. And no S on designs, just design. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. And it was great thank to get to have you in person. Me. Yes. This was very fun for me. I yes. loved it. Y'all are adorable. <laughs> Do I sound like your well, mother? Thank you. No. No, 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 no. doesn't come to the door. <laughs> <laughs> they know too much. <laughs> And that's our show. You can find all of the show notes on our blog, howtodecorate.com slash podcast. To send in a decorating dilemma, email your questions to podcast at ballarddesigns.net so we can help you with your space. And of course, be sure to follow us on social media at Ballard Designs. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. And please leave us a review. We'd love to hear your feedback. Until next time, happy Happy decorating. decorating!